Hey, this is Jim. This is part two of our conversation about a couple of biopics of transgender athletes that we didn't know were transgender at the time that they were uh, at the peak of their careers. Uh, if you haven't listened to episode, if you haven't listened to part one yet, please do that because this is not going to make a lot of sense to listen to. Uh, if you haven't listened to, if you haven't listened to part one yet, this would be the time to do that rather than listening to episode two first. If you haven't listened to episode one already, if you haven't listened to, if you haven't listened to part one already, stop now and go back and do that so that this all makes more sense for you. Also coming this Friday, we have a kind of special thing that we're trying out we're going to throw in the feed, and we hope that you will like. Be sure to check it out. And we're back. So we've been talking about uh, untold Caitlyn Jenner yeah. and uh, Transformer yeah. with Janae Kroc. I said Transformers and someone bit my head off. Yeah, it's just it's what is one letter? It's well, like on a post. No, probably the Bart or somebody just yelled at me. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Now, uh, Janae is in cars, but the cars don't transform into anything. No, that's They're a not sick Camaro. That's a sick Camaro. It's really sick. It's, Camaro has its own Instagram. Both of them are uh, really into cars. Yeah. Yeah. Both, yeah. both stars of the documentary. Yeah. But it's slightly differently. Like, like, like Janae is like a checking r- the cylinders and really? all this shit. Well, Janae's a wrench. Yeah. Well, right. I think, so, I mean, Bruce was a raced cars though. Like he oh, was really, really he was, he was a driver. He was a driver, but they, they usually are pretty involved with yeah, like, they the, would know. the building and tuning. He was a full blown. Yeah, he's not just a celebrity. He was racing buying. professionally or amateurly. I didn't. Yeah, he was really into True. it. He he was beyond a gentleman driver. He you know who True. has a car or whatever. He would he was actually. But you think about the reflexes involved. Yeah, in this an athlete. Yeah, and, and stamina. The sort of broad uh, set of skills that you have to to have to win a decathlon. Yeah. You know, I mean, they're all, you got to throw and you got to run. I'm actually surprised how the decathlon's not very, like, not that it's not popular right now. I was going to talk about that. But it should be probably more popular. I was really, like, stoked on it. Like, I would have loved to have been a part of that, like, in real time. That seemed like it was, like, a big deal. I watched a mini doc on maybe, like, 10 years ago, the American athlete. I forgot his name. Um, Like a little ESPN doc. Uh, And it is cool how they train and and, and the the variety of things they're good at. Like, I don't even know who won or when no. it even aired this year. Do right. they still do it? Yeah, they do it. But I, I don't know why. I, I don't, I don't know, know why either. it's not popular. No one, no one cares at all, I don't well, think. They tried um, years later to do that Dan and Dave thing. They did it with a shoe company. It was like two guys that might have had been rivals for the decathlon oh. from America. And like one of them faded really fast. And I don't remember what happened with the other one. I don't think he won. Yeah. Though. Yeah. But, I mean, I, this year, the Olympics in general, I feel like flopped. Yeah, it was. Uh, if I it participated was, a little bit, but not yeah, much for many reasons. 
Yeah, for a lot of reasons. It was not having a crowd made yeah. it hard. It's hard. I, I was just talking to some, I don't know, I think I was checking out at some store or something over the weekend and kids freaking out over football. I was in Vegas. I don't know why. The kid was like hecka talkative. And maybe it is. California people are just dicks. And so I was nice back, obviously. But he's like, football Sunday. Oh, I was like, yeah, man, pretty cool to be back. Yeah, and go to Raiders now. Yeah, yeah. He's all stoked. And then, and then I was like, uh, we just chatted. It, and it. I don't think I'm alone. It, it has been weird watching sports or not as fun or not as enticing with no crowd. It's hard to watch. It was hard to watch basketball. Basketball is probably the most affected, I think. Yeah. Hey, Baseball, like if we hit a big bomb home run or something, you get the crowd going. But yeah. like, you don't really yeah, need it true. for that. I think as a viewer, that's true. I think as a player, it's a totally different Oh, 100. I think, yeah, I think yeah. they're all affected right. as far as players go. But as yeah. far as viewers, but then football, now that the fans are back. Yeah, it feels better. It, it really feels, does. It feels great. Yeah, it was hard to watch football. It was hard to watch basketball with no one in the stands. Maybe it's just my College eyes. College football is just out of control. It is. <laughs> it is. But it's same, with, same with the Olympics. Like, I watched a couple things, and there's, like, like one president in the stands. You're like, all right, this kind of just feels weird. Yeah. Visually feels weird. It did. You can, like, feel the energy through the TV. Yeah, and as an athlete, it probably sucked. Even though basketball players actually ended up playing a little bit better. I One of my favorite parts of the uh, Bruce uh, Untold was, um, or the Caitlyn Jenner Untold, but when the Bruce portion of it when he was uh, did that last jump. Yeah, yeah. That got me a little bit. Got yeah. me, got me yeah, it was good. Up a little bit. Yeah, like, I yeah got the me, story's like, good. Like, yes, yeah. dude. Yeah, like, soundtrack's good. If he misses that jump, it's over. Some of the training, oh, some of it's really good, you know, like as much as I actually didn't enjoy it because it was so sprinkled, you didn't like feel, feel like, I didn't feel the hit of the Olympics. And I didn't feel the hit of like changing to Caitlin. Like I didn't feel that. There's some little things like him training every day by himself. Yeah, and then the, you said the decathlon's big, right? Or it was bigger. It's still big going to the Olympics, but if it was a bigger deal, there, like you don't have a coach. It's not marketed. Yeah, but you yeah. don't have a coach still. Weightlifting's not marketed. You got to have a coach. Yeah, you know yeah. he's just running around with a fucking fat golden retriever, just <laughs> you know. Yeah, that dog was like part of his like yeah. life. Yeah, yeah, it's cool. And then the buddy who started training. Yeah, with Rando. Him. Yeah, yeah, but. I mean, maybe maybe in the past episode I talked about uh, him underplaying his genetics. Maybe he was fucking average. If some random gym bro's like, hey, man, I want to go to the Olympics too, and then they just train and they both make it. <laughs> did the other guy make it? I, if I he thought did, that was I the other guy it. in the interview, yeah. I think the he guy was it. in the interview, but I didn't know that he would. Yeah, I think the interview was at the Olympics, and he said, oh, what do the placements look like? And I said, oh, well, I think you have top three between us and him and the Russian. Huh. Really? Because I thought that my understanding, my memory was that the guy that, – that, he wanted to bring the guy with him. Oh, maybe I'm as wrong. a as a spectator. Yeah, I thought that interview like the dog. Maybe I thought that interview was at the Olympics, and they're saying, "What do you think it'll drop in?" Well, they focus on that other American guy that like hit the hurdles. Yeah, maybe was I'm that, wrong. Maybe that, that was a totally different guy. Yeah, I think and, that might have been a different different yeah, guy. Yeah, and then the Russian that he was. Yeah, maybe maybe I'm wrong. Yeah, maybe his training partner. What didn't was his make name it. that he's like obsessed with him? I know. Uh, I have it here. I got yeah. it. Starts with an A. Uh, Avalon. Yeah, something. It's Avalov. Yeah. Avalov. That's yeah. a great name. Closer than I thought. There was so much footage of of Bruce. Yeah. Random stuff. Where did, did you ever think about that? You ever think about that? It's like, were people constantly filming back then? It kind of looks like And it, how big is the it? camera when you're, like, they're filming well, around? Well, they showed the, his dad's home. camera. His yeah. dad had, like, one of those, you know, hand yeah. film cameras. Yeah, like a Super 8 kind of deal. Yeah, yeah, Super 8. But the footage of him going to the track, like, from his apartment, jumping the fence and stuff, is pretty good footage. No, it's great. Like, yeah. who's, like who's yeah. filming that? I mean, maybe yeah. it was like an ESPN type at the time or a local news or national news, and they rip that. I but, don't know. But the stuff when he was a kid, like yeah. like yeah. like that's a commitment to home movies. You know, you, you yeah. got to think that there's some chance that your kid's going to do something that's worthwhile. I guess my someday. phone's just know. covered in videos of Brock. Right, but like, yeah, that's like, nowadays. That's not yeah. the 70s. That's you whipping out a fucking... Yeah. <laughs> and then having but, to send the film off to get it processed. Yeah, maybe. 
I know we have some random shit for me, like Christmas and shit. So whenever I fucking do something I got dope some as hell, stuff. yeah, no, when no, I'm no. dope as hell, my mom will whip it out and sell it to Netflix. But I think like our '90s, like when we were like you know four and like five in the early yeah. '90s, like that was uh, like kind of the end of the handheld video cameras around Christmas time. Kind I of era. I do think it was our era exactly was the transition of making things that were professional now take home. Like music, yeah. video, tech, tech in particular. I have a just a shit ton of video from family things that yeah. needs to be converted to something, and like it's a, the conversion thing is a moving target. Like, There's wh- companies, you... yeah. I think the biggest right now is you send your VHS to a company and they they digitally send it to your ass. Yeah, you can just send even like film rolls now. And yeah, it's easy to get yeah, film printed. But it, for a while there, you wanted to put everything on DVD. Well, DVDs like no, I mean, they, you like, what do you put it on? They still exist. Yeah, I think but, they just ship to you digitally. Yeah, USB. I just saw a random commercial for Black Widow, the new movie coming to blu-ray i'm like who's behind huh? Blu-ray? <laughs> now on blu-ray i said where do i put it <laughs> does, does, my, does it go my computer in, don't have it does it go into my remote yeah, yeah well, xbox still probably does it does ps5 do it ps5 yeah, probably does, does but that's still does. stupid it's probably just so easy for them to make the ps5 play blu-ray they did it but most of those actually come with oh, so uh, you can play yeah, gen- digital download right but what the, I think the main reason why they even put the Blu-ray players or whatever in those consoles is for like old gen games, right? That right. You don't have downloaded that you don't want to rebuy. Yeah, I don't. I don't. But then they get still it. technically will play a Blu-ray. No, they will. Yeah. Yeah, I don't get. Does Does Blu-ray look better? I guess the one thing that does get annoying is if you don't have sick internet, you're streaming. You're You're gonna get a little spindle once a movie. Yeah. And my mom's are getting a spindle, and that's annoying. Yeah. So like, I understand Blu-ray kind of right. It's pretty flawless. It's also like, hey man, what happens with one day the you know, the, internet's out. The internet's out. You Who was it? Or uh, Brian Alzru. Oh yeah. Uh, our buddy's like kind of doing some adventure camping man, and he kind of lives in the middle of Maine, I think. Maybe Maryland. I get them all mixed up. But he put on Instagram or something. He's like, it was like a VHS, and he's like, uh, this is what happens when you got no streaming. <laughs> he's got no streaming, so he's just digging through random ass movies that he has lying around his house. Hey, they're, so saying, they're saying that the VHSs might be like the next like uh, baseball cards or the vinyl. Yeah, yeah. the comeback. Oh, I have a bunch of them. So. I do too. I got some good ones too. Yeah, I'm, I'm, eBay, here we go, dude. I'm, I'm ready, ready for rich. that to happen, Same. for sure. Sell off, fuck them. You're um, just going to go stock up. <laughs> but uh, th- your point about sort of the that last jump and then the last, what was it, 400 meters, whatever was the last, the last run? Right. 50, 50, yeah. 1,500 yeah, yeah, meters. Yeah. Where he smoked. Yeah, what's that gap? Oh, no, that wasn't that. He, no, I think it was the 1,500 where he just went nuts. He said, well, all out. And I think he that, just that was the 400. Ham. That was the 400. Uh, he got second place in the... 1500. That guy who won was like miles ahead. Yeah. Oh, maybe but right. in the 400, he yeah, just smoked burned him. Yeah. It looked, it looked like, uh, like the guy was ahead of him because he lapped him, but that's not a one. Yeah, yeah. He stopped. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He slowed down a little but bit. But he has average genetics. So I don't know. How that yeah. Happens. Exactly. That's how that works. But, um, the uh, fastest motherfuckers on the entire planet. I, his body type, like I, I keep saying, like, is like, was, very physique like yeah. like it was that dude was ripped shit clean. shit technique i'd imagine and they say they were clean and jerking 300 pounds plus he's also yeah. throwing the those stones like 50 feet yeah just dumbbell pressing probably 70s whatever and he's not a lifter like he's a fucking he's a, runner yeah and yeah. he probably weighed 185 pounds and he was clean and jerking 300 pounds yeah yeah, yeah. just fucking around i too. mean maybe they just left out the fact that they were all taking shit 
Like, yeah, I don't know. I don't I don't know. know. That, that that was like still kind of early-ish era for PEDs. Like, yeah, they're around, but they're not like. I think they were very much around. Really? Yeah. I think that was a, I mean, I don't know. Yeah. But the, I, sitting there, I'm thinking, okay, well. How, well, for sure was because all those uh, how clean uh, was, Bulgarians were taking him. Yeah, for how clean true. was he at the time that he did this? And I don't know the answer yeah. to that question. I don't know either. I do feel that like steroids, even up until like 2010, were only known for strength though. Maybe but you know I what I mean. Know. I mean, I, like I, every basketball player would benefit. Every human would benefit performance-wise from PEDs. There's a substance out there for you, or even just more tests that will help. It won't hurt. Mm. But like, no one takes them in the NBA. Oh well, maybe that's famous. you know what I mean because because of the oh, law. Why Howard? Have you seen those uh, shoulders? Some people take them. I'm sure, but <laughs> what I'm saying is like it's not part of the culture. Like lifting weights wasn't part of the culture. Yeah, no one lifted weights until like 2000. Yeah, I agree. Where in football, everyone's probably uh, high schoolers for every decade take shit, lift weight. Yeah, it's true. So anyway, part of my compare and contrast essay here is that, uh, yeah, it's a little bit loose, Um, that uh, uh, Bruce, Caitlin, whatever, was just looking for the moment that they could stop, you know, stop training, stop. Being under the pressure to in the beginning and all that stuff, and it's it's really clear. Whereas I don't know the story if it's true, but hindsight, Bruce does say I was having all these feelings. I wasn't something wasn't right. I'm gonna go four years on the Olympics, right? Like total, like hindsight again. Who knows in the moment, but hindsight, it was a total purposeful coping method, right? I'm gonna mm-hmm. go four years and just run my face off, lift my face off, so I don't have to feel like. Well, then Internally, when it was over, he got into that dark, you said the right. darkest point of his life, a really dark depression right. where he was sneaking out, uh, doing things that he didn't want to do behind closed yeah. doors. Yeah. Um, and then like we were talking about a second ago where he was in the uh, hotel uh, lobby where that yeah. person came up to him. Yeah, recognize something him. about, uh, I like transgender yeah. trans- girls or trans something. Women. Yeah. I like trans there. women. She was there for a uh, conference, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he was like speaking as Bruce at the conference, but then was out as Caitlin one night. And yeah, it's interesting. So uh, anyway, though, it's just such a such a contrast to me that that that's the thing that Croc can't give up. Right, right. Can't, now, not not necessarily still competing, but but I don't think that the only Bruce kept running. Yeah, I mean, he competed in bodybuilding. So, like, if Matt wanted to get down to 170 pounds and no muscle, he's got the mental and physical tools. Right. Right, but didn't right. for a reason. Yeah. Right? We're, yeah. We're, we're Caitlin. That's why I kind of said, like, the surgeries were different, right? Like, yeah. Caitlin got boobies and, you know, well, no muscle. Janae had a lot of face surgery, the vocal sure. surgery. Yeah. Well, vocals, vocal vocal's big because I don't think that's um, reversible. No. I don't see this guy. I guess that, yeah, I don't see how yeah, they could. Yeah. I remember seeing Janae at um, the Arnold after that surgery in that two months when she wasn't supposed to be talking. Mm. She's like, I'm not supposed to be talking, but. Yeah. It's like, that's a lot of pain. Yeah. That's, I, that's, that's a, another. I even flinched there. They shoved like a metal looking thing down her throat. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. Sword yeah. thing. I had to get Where a little. Where was that? Was that not in the Japan, U.S.? Korea? I was going to say, that looked like Korea. it was outside I, of the U.S. I know South Korea is the epicenter of cosmetic. Yeah surgery in the world i mean that's uh 
Are they going to cut open your vocal cords in the U.S. for cosmetic surgery? I don't uh, know. I bet you. That's I bet you. Question. Money, money talks. So you could find a way. You could get oh, your your Adam's apple shaved. Yeah. But I don't know if you can get your voice I, changed. I bet you they mess with it. But over there, they're known for it. Like the, their pop stars are literally like made in factories. Yeah, that's too, like they literally take point. someone and just make them ex- perfect. change their vocal cords. Yeah, and yeah. Vo- look, turn them into that's insane because I know it's true. No, it is. Yeah, they 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 have the most advanced and, and most popular. Uh, plastic surgery on the planet, I believe. That's craziness. Yeah. I did not realize that. Yeah, yeah it's, it's it's a thing thing. Like the K-pop scene? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, it's a thing thing. Well, the K-pop scene, they I've even heard like on like some dark K-pop stuff because like a lot of people think like K-pop is like really, like what it's used for is yeah. like basically like political brainwashing. Like, yeah, yeah. In a weird way. Yeah. Like, they go through the K-pop stuff with like, okay, you got to sing about these type of things, this type of stuff, and kind of mold the youth through I think this it is, K-pop tool. I think it's very manufactured. Kind of like, kind of like a Justin Bieber type thing. They'll catch you at thirteen, and if you have something about you, and then they, yeah, but then they'll turn you. that up to like a ten. On yeah, like, they breed you. Yeah, interesting, that's crazy. Yeah, so I imagine it's South Korea as well, although I don't know. Yeah, that's because Japan too. I mean, they're they're obviously very advanced. They you might do some vocal surgery there for some reason. I don't know. Something that we haven't said so far that we should say is that that Janae is the nicest person you could ever possibly meet. I actually and, never met Matt. Oh, you never met Matt. Okay, maybe a handshake at an expo. Never yeah. hung out with. Yeah, but then obviously we did lunch and, and whatever lifted and shit with Janae was a little different. Yeah, yeah, but I never hung out with Matt. I don't think because again in 2014 his like competitive competitive career was over. Yeah, you know now, I remember seeing Matt. You know, lift in the WPO. Right. Yeah. See, that was when I was watching, but I, uh, what? That was probably 2000, obviously competed mid 2002, but like 2010, 11, 12 ish. And then he kind of. Yeah, I think it was earlier than that. Yeah. That's when I was, that's when I was reading shit. That's when I was reading magazines, 2008, 2009, whatever. Yeah. The first, uh, first Arnold that I went to was like 2004. Yeah. And then, and then, uh, uh, you really changed went away. Right, because of um, financial issues, and so there was no place, there was no, there was no platform like that anymore. And what was the uh, big stage of powerlifting in like 2014? WPO. Okay. Yeah, world powerlifting. They had like fucking all the big West Side guys and all the geared lifting and Mm -hmm. fireworks and fucking. Where would that a little be bit of money. Where would that be hosted? Arnold, at? Ohio. Oh, it was in the at the Arnold. Yeah, yeah. At the Arnold. And then yeah. even now, or at least semi recently, was uh, run the same weekend down the street from the Arnold. Yeah, since they since yeah, because they got booted basically. Well, it's <laughs> I mean, this is a whole other podcast, but yeah, I mean, what's going to happen with Strongman at the Arnold now? What's going to happen with, with any with of it? Shaw's with Shaw's got his own league now, right? Any of it, yeah. And then the USAPL it got booted from the IPF, and so who's going to compete there? WPO and and gear lifting's dying by the day. Like, there's I didn't even think anybody still did yeah. gear lifting, even weightlifting, right? Because this Arnold thing is such a big uh, uh, political thing recently yeah um, that's what i mean like yeah that's why but i, I mean like, a bunch of weightlifters may say no a bunch of bodybuilders may say no who knows people's political belief or where their line stands career versus you know what they believe in or don't believe in and so it, it and the arnold and all these expos was already on a decline arguably um in terms of popularity i i really feel like the um the olympia was i don't know yeah I, the it, arnold the arnold is pretty special um because of the competitions yeah um there's they had, so many other there's just everything there and the best where where the Olympia had some stuff, they had a powerlifting meet, and it was like okay, right? Yeah, that's even in the the the, the movie too. Croc uh, kind of asked like, oh, you know, are the big names competing today? Because uh, yeah. it was it used to even in the USAPR or whatever, a lot of invite only, a lot of elite elite stuff. Yeah. The um, 
the room where they had the WPO, you know, the, the escalators that come down, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. okay, just to the left, that that's that big ballroom. Yeah. Yeah, that's yeah, where next it was. to like yeah. the weightlifting. And it was, they had the weightlifting in there recently. Oh, did they? It was yeah. totally packed. Yeah. Like it was hard to walk around in there. Yeah, they there moved the weightlifting people. into there. One of the stages, at least, was in that room. If you yeah. Go, well, no, it's because you got the, say you're looking at the escalators, you got the bathrooms to your left. Yeah. And, and then that room to the right. Yeah, I really do <laughs> enjoy that. Yeah, it's been a long time. I remember what, yeah, yeah, anyways. I, I, I would love to just do an Arnold uh, uh, reminisce on the Arnold uh, podcast. Yeah, we could. We can do that. You yeah. do wonder, you know, because our convention center just got pimped out if we're going to have some stuff. We had anime the last weekend. It looked like it was popping. I do. I regret not going. I would have gone just to see it popping. I've been to Dragon Con at uh, <laughs> uh, the uh, down here. Or, no, 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 I'm sorry, not Dragon Wizard Con. Wizard Con. Oh, yeah, Wizard yeah. Con. We, um, we, I think Halloween time, we have a Harry Potter bar crawl. Oh, I think Ooh. that you're right. Yeah, Dude, I'm down. Yeah, WizardCon was dope. I got uh, what's his name signature. I wait. I paid like twenty bucks for it. Uh, the, <laughs> the guy from uh, Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, oh, I yeah. yeah. His, I don't even know his act. His real yeah. name. I was like, it was a Napoleon Dynamite. I got a picture and like he had signed uh, one of the autographs on like, one bucks. of the cards. It was like Bastard. twenty bucks. Yeah. The lady that was. Uh, I know we're totally off the rails now. <laughs> Sorry. The lady it's that funny. was like his like little like guard person, right? Was like I had like my phone out. And she was like on it. No oh, pictures. Twenty dollars. I'm just like. I'm just like that's the Lou Ferrigno like texting somebody. Yeah, chill. That's the Lou Ferrigno situation too. That was at, the joke at yeah. the Arnold. The yeah. truth turned into a joke. Yeah, because like the Arnold was known for just meeting people you follow or whatever. But then yeah, Ferrigno supposedly was just harsh as <coughs> shit and charging money and everything. Oh, for it was photos? a little bitter, yeah, like cash, like yeah, yeah five bucks. Yeah. All right, uh, twenty. I mean, it, it, it makes was sense. Twenty bucks. He was on TV. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's I, always at the. He was actually at that uh, Wizard Con. Oh, was yeah. Just hulked out. That's great. I was with Ed Cohn when I. Actually, got close enough to, to uh, yeah, weasel a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's all who you know. Yeah, for sure. Well, he that I was actually kind of an interesting point because he's like, oh, Eddie. So he sure. knew him, and it's, it's like, oh wow. Yeah, eras almost crossed. Yeah, yeah, and I think maybe that there's some of that with uh, with Jenner too. You know, yeah, like yeah. a lot of people knew those for sure. You know, a lot of people in that in that echelon of of sports uh, celebrity yeah, yeah, knew yeah. each other. Well, and then know? the Kardashians turned them into the biggest celebrities yeah. on the planet. Yeah. So um, uh, back to my er- earlier point about Croc not wanting to give things up, I, I just I wonder to what extent, like every athlete that really excels has to have the genetics, but they also have to be driven by something internally or they just wouldn't do it. Yeah. And my question is... To, yeah, they got to love what they're doing. To what extent the transgender identity issues drove both of these yeah. people to do what they did. I do think that was the main tie what between the, the movies. What was son's name? Jenner's son? Bert. 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 He made that point yeah. on, he, the, on he his said, interview. Yeah, he said, without Caitlin, my dad wouldn't have been an Olympian. Yeah. 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 I do agree. And that was like obviously what made these movies the same movie. Yeah. Uh, is like that tie. But what's interesting to me, and maybe this is bi- because I'm biased for like football, basketball, and some other sports. Is like even how Jenner spoke, it was like kind of played sports growing up, okay at football, got a D3 scholarship. D3 back in the day wasn't shit. Like now mm-hmm. it's just pretty competitive, but you know what I mean? And then like got injured and then like kind of did track for four years and then was done. How do you go from a knee injury? Like, oh, I think track's the best yeah. idea. I guess because yeah. you're running straight rather than cutting. <laughs> but yeah. True. Or maybe you just sucked at football and they didn't want to say it that way, right? Because yeah. the, the track coach's quote was like, oh, you're going to do great over here. I think you'd be better. But I guess my point is the love for the sport or the drive isn't as long as basketball. Even in 1990, 
your plan for 40 years. So, you know what I mean? Yeah. So that actually comes back around to, uh, to, to the point about Jenner being calculating. Yeah, maybe. Because I think that it's like how much of it was a love for um, the decathlon. You only do one Olympics? Yeah. Yeah. You and know? How much of it was a calculation thinking I can beat this guy and win? Yeah, why, why, you're not defending your title. In, in the same way that like being involved with the, with the Kardashian show was, oh, well, I can – I can raise my profile. Yeah, maybe. If I'm involved in this. And this untold documentary. Yeah. And I'm not thing. against it's like it. how do I raise my profile? I love yeah. a little attention seeking, you know, I got it. Like it's it's in there, but um I guess for like the drive of this internal issue, Crocs seems to have a lot more longevity even into the end of the documentary. He's torn. Yeah. Right. Oh, God, I get what you're saying. Yeah, you yeah, know what yeah. I mean. And and lifting. You talked about getting into bench press in like teens and like getting into powerlifting. There's a really old footage of him benching 365. Mm-hmm. You know, like that was a long term hobby or love. And again, to my you know point of like basketball or something like you, you don't just like at 18 say I'm going to kind of play basketball, play for three years, get to the NBA and quit. Like that's literally impossible. Yeah. But you're right. Maybe during the decathlon times that was kind of possible. Not that he didn't train hard, and not that he wasn't a good athlete. But it, it seems like Bruce had a six year career. Train two, two, two-ish, three-ish years off in the Olympics. Yeah. It, it seems like um, what we see now is a lot of people who are trying to do multiple Olympics. They do have a big yeah. Olympics and like, okay, well, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do another four years the, the and ages, see if I can get back there. The ages you know? seem weird. Um, we talked about it a little bit in Athlete A or whatever when we did the documentary, but like I remember being younger, watching the London or whatever, like the Rio Olympics and like all the gymnasts are like, 17 16 15 and mm-hmm. then this one they're all like 24 mm-hmm. and i never remember gymnasts being 24 yeah you're they used to always be pretty young right yeah. and then like even even other sports like like uh usain bolt we covered that too and he did multiple olympics yeah i think you're right like sure some is maybe modern three, science right? yeah i think he did three yeah. phelps that seems half. to be like the top you can do because really. that's a lot dude 12 years i mean maybe skeet shooting or something you could you, yeah, you sure. could stretch it out you know because your body and mind can, yeah, not, can the hang. Hun- not the hundred dude even that three or gymnastics where you're just constantly injured 12 year career i mean i i, I guess maybe right because you, you could be at the top of the nba for 12 years but basketball is is a little bit different because it's not just like pure body you yeah. know what I mean? You slow down. You stop dunking as much. You, you get a little bit of strategy about it. You can't really strategize. Yeah, you can the, be there for just passing. You can't strategize the 100, yeah. <laughs> there, there's also, I think, more financial support for some athletes in some sports that are Olympic for sports sure. now Which than would make used you, to be before. Right, but you would you would think that him doing more Olympics would only be better then. You would think. Right, yeah. like he got on the Wheaties box. He's like, well, I'm going to do one more, see if I can get on the fucking New York wow. Times every day, right? I think like I think that comes back to what you were saying earlier, though, because because he got so much play post-Olympics. Yeah, just ran with it. He was like, you know what? Like, I don't, I, I'm good. True. I got the kind True. of, I got the fame or I got yeah. this like elevated uh, lifestyle from this thing that I'm like kind of don't want to do anymore. Because he even says, you know, himself at the time that it, what it took for me to like get here day after day like i don't want to do that anymore yeah that yeah. is true i've i've I gotten this argument with tons of people and and maybe because i'm friends with professional athletes or or took my career so fucking serious in basketball that i have a different perspective but a lot of people talk like that like well why wouldn't you just like quit like lebron doesn't need the money like you know like oh he made oh, michael jordan yeah he made 50 mil in his first year he got that sneaker deal and now he's in yeah. movies why would he why wouldn't he just retire like these motherfuckers that are the best best are wired so different 
Mm-hmm. Yeah. LeBron, the Kobe's at midnight shooting hoops with a broken leg. If you're a 30 years old or, and you take Kobe and you say like, yeah, man, um, we're not going to pay you and you can play in the NBA or we're going to give you 50 million, you got to retire right now. That fool is playing for free. Like he wants to win championships. He yeah, wants mm-hmm. to prove himself. Like it's so different. Like maybe as a kid, what first kind of got you in there is that glam. Like, yeah, man, I want to mm-hmm. be on ESPN. The money sounds cool. But like to train like they do for, again, 30 years from age yeah. 12 to 40 they're wired a little different and maybe Caitlin wasn't <laughs> maybe it was so calculated or so like short-lived that they saw that opportunity for movies they saw the opportunity and 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 hit their goal right they got the gold mm-hmm. like it's not it's not like Caitlin didn't or Bruce didn't hit it but and maybe they're just like yeah I, I have no problem swinging it up or even Hussein who we had this similar conversation kind of said like, I don't like running, you know, I want to go yeah. party, but I want to be that special. Right. Stretched it to 12 years. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. The, 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 the drive maybe is very different. That's maybe where Caitlin uh, or Bruce is below average. Well, you look, you look back at, you Fair look point. back at, at Bruce, right. And you look at his lifestyle before even the Olympics, he was bouncing around everything. Yeah. Basketball, football, yeah. racing. True. You know, like, it was just probably the next thing in his path. Yeah. You know, just wanted to do it and then move on to the next thing, just like he's been doing his whole life. What I find at, is at the time. people like that probably, again, counter to his, and I keep kind of ragging on him because he said he was below average. And my argument is you can't win a gold medal being below average genetics. Um, maybe the, the, the counter to that is that he was actually just good at track and field. Didn't like it at all. Yeah. You know what I mean? And then it's easy to get a gold. If you guys right now say like, damn, Mike, you know, we go shooting or something. You're like, Mike, you really got an eye for the skeet shooting. I'm like, all right, I'll, I'll take a run at the Olympics. But I ain't going to do that for 40 years. Yeah. But if you think right. I'm that damn good, gold medal sounds cool. You yeah. know, and maybe I'll just kind of, <laughs> and maybe that was more of the situation too. Yeah. I think there was something about being called the world's greatest athlete for yeah. a period of time yeah. too. And they that, build that up a little bit in the movie. Well, now that's the CrossFitter, right? That's yeah. world's fittest. fittest. No, that's fittest. Yeah. And they, I, I think, particularly took that name because of the decathlon. Yeah. The best right. athlete versus fittest athlete. What? Or fittest man. What do you think is considered the best athlete? In the Maybe world? the decathlon. A tri- a triathlon? I, I, I think if they go something a little bit more physical with the decathlon and they'll throw in like a Greco wrestling, then I'm going there. So there's this new thing called Hyrex. Hyrex? <laughs> What's Hyrex? I don't it's know anything about this. Basically, it's it's kind of coming up. It, 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 they were kind of gained some steam during co- uh, pre-COVID. COVID hit, kind of fucked everything, sure. everybody up a little bit. Now they're building back up. Sam Briggs is involved. Okay. Some other CrossFitters have been involved. It's basically think CrossFit without the barbell work. Oh. Lot, lots of uh, like kettlebell skiing, oh. uh, sandbags, uh, rowing, broad jump. Burpees, yeah, maybe well, a little uh, military-ish boot camping. Lots of sled stuff. Yeah. Basically, CrossFit with uh, water wall balls. CrossFit kind of without a barbell. I, I and, it's, and it's blowing. It's, it's kind of blowing up. Yeah, like, I, Puma's involved. Red Bull's like the oh, title sponsor. Puma's the title yeah. sponsor. Like it's it's got a good aesthetic to yeah. it. Like yeah. check out their check out their Instagram. Yeah, it's interesting. I'm kind of like keeping my eye on. I, I actually thought the Grid League was a decent idea, and we interviewed that guy yeah. when it first popped out. And, and yeah. then it got like totally floridified. Yeah. And now it's like, yeah, it's like, literally like a local it's com- like, community meet. It's a YMCA. It looks company. like the most Florida thing yeah. ever. Now, but I thought the general idea was cool. Um, <laughs> I do too, and I have a lot of friends that yeah, were really good friends that that competed in it and did it and because it was like the it was like the less freaky strongman. It's a lot of sprints, a lot of like ladders, yeah. a lot of, but you're not six, eight, eight hundred pounds. But then you had like Klokov 
came yeah, in. Yeah, I like there. no, I like that. It was like the Avengers. Rob, Rob Blackwell. Yeah, I like that. I love that. Yeah, I now saw they're doing actually do it in San Jose. Really? Yeah. I think. I think honestly, the, I think I went to that that yeah. uh, fitness yeah. festival. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, did, I went to that too. I think honestly, the best athlete isn't doing any of this stuff, and that's again maybe my bias, but this one I truly do believe in. He's probably in the NBA or NFL. I've said it for a long time. Like if if if. Reggie Bush found the barbell and never had a football. That dude's squatting way more. What than about all of us. like a Deion Sanders that played like both sports? That's what I mean. Yeah, yeah. maybe. But but uh, Jackson. I I think we could look up the real definition of athleticism. But to me, yeah, it's like speed, jumping, strength, durability, uh, agility, change of speed, et cetera, et cetera. And that dude's probably a running back or DB, um, or probably like a shooting guard. Then I mean, it, it, it'd be a real hard argument that if you take. 15 year old LeBron and choose any sport that he's not going to be pretty fucking good well you think about it in terms of musical talent like people who can play you know one instrument and have talent behind it they just didn't take you know lessons yeah. forever they can play a lot of instruments yeah. because they understand how music works and they're they may not be great at all of them but they can be passable at a lot of them yeah or you're really prince, good at some and you're really good at all of them yeah or you're <laughs> prince and you're really good at all of them yeah and you stay away from fentanyl anyway um you're uh, uh, when you have a, a really high level athlete, they they try other sports and they're good at them. Yeah, I mean, just like maybe not professional level, but good. Yeah, there's a lot of a lot of baseball players and to a certain extent football players, but baseball players that are really good at golf. Right. No, uh, basketball as well. Yeah, a lot of basketball guys just naturally studs at golf. I, I talk about it in terms of strength and conditioning a lot in coaching, but like every sport you can throw on a scale of like base level fitness you need. Um, and then also skill to athleticism, right? So the most skilled, for argument's sake, is golf, right? You need some athleticism per se, but you're not running, jumping, you're not changing it's agility. A skill. But it's a yeah, it's a, it's a it's a very high skill. Or one below that might be baseball. You can yeah. be o- overweight in both of those and be the baddest motherfucker on the planet. Skill, hand-eye um, coordination, right? skill, and then from down. Athleticism, because it's. Not, uh, I think coordination, but I yeah. think if you go athleticism, it's a it's a combo of all those. Yeah, you need hand eye coordination, okay. but you also need the speed, the the jumping ability, the the agility, and in these sports in particular. Not saying the people that play these sports, but the sport by definition, you don't. Right, yeah. the sport by definition, you could play first base, and if you all hypothetically you're the best, and all you do is hit homers, doesn't matter how fast you are. Literally doesn't matter, right? Yeah. Uh, same with golf, um, but then you work your way down, and then it's like basketball, soccer are probably the fairest medium where you have to be crazy uh, agile. You have to be able to run really fucking fast, you strong, and you have you have to be strong enough, and you need all these skills like pass, defense, IQ, all that. And then on the opposite end, depending on position, and that's why they literally say skill position in the NFL: quarterback, receiver, whatever. But you're probably just a bad motherfucker, right? Like DBs are just fast. Not that they have no brains, but like, because they have to read plays and read people, but you're just really fast, really strong. It's always been around. my favorite position, I think, in football is like a DB. Yeah, they're insane. It's just such they're a freak athlete. It's so dope watching yeah. that. Yeah. Yeah. And then, so then that's where it's hard to compare to something like CrossFit. Yeah, that's true. You know what I mean? Because I just, I, 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 it would be really hard to say no knock on Rich Froning, who's an absolute freak, but you take, you know, I think he played D3 football, baseball. Yeah. You take, yeah, you take any running back in the NFL. At age 18, let him do CrossFit for three years. You're probably going to be, it's probably going to be tough. <laughs> it's probably going to be real well, tough. You know, you know, I know, you know, Jason Kleepa, but did anybody see him throw that softball at the games? Yeah. Uh, remember that? No, but did he whip it? Let, just go ahead and find that. <laughs> <laughs> 
Sorry, Jason. Shout out Jason. You know, Jason's a great guy. Cool. Yeah, but yeah. didn't have the but baseball like, on him. But then, because the whole thing was like, at, at that time in CrossFit, it was like the Jason Kleepa versus Rich yeah. Froning kind of yeah. era. Yeah. And Froning was like oh, a, baseball a baseball player. player. Yeah, so yeah, he yeah. was just hucking this yeah. thing down. The, yeah. And then Jason comes to throw it. <laughs> also, like, th- that was an event at the CrossFit Games at one point. That was right, like, right. Soft, was so a that's, softball throw. That's yeah. been my, my critique and everything on, on CrossFit for a very long time, is that if the events are random, how can you really test for anything? Like that's literally the argument against scientific method. If we're testing who's the best at, then we need to control the variables at. Like that's literally science. So like to test who's the fittest in the world and all of a sudden you got someone throwing a baseball. Unannounced. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. I think the freakiest thing going on in sports right now is Shohei Otani. Yeah. Who is... He's a freako. Yeah. Like tremendous pitcher and... Hitter and he plays in the fucking American League. Like, why? Yeah, why are you yeah. in the American League? Stuff in baseball like that's that over is cool. forty home runs. How like, tall is he too? Is he big? I don't know. I don't know. But I was. Gonna, I'm not sure. Ken Griffey Jr. is like one of my best arguments, and I, I'm not a baseball fan by any means. But that dude's doing three sixty dunks at six four, mm-hmm. and he's running up walls like Spider Man in baseball, hitting like a motherfucker. Like he's another one. I don't think he did, but he could have easily played football. Russ Wilson supposedly another one. I think he, he might have even played baseball at Stanford. You're right. No, he did. He had a yeah, he he played a, both, he had full right? rides for both. Yeah. I think he could yeah. have had a full ride for yeah. either. 6'4". Six, 6'4". Four. Six, four. Yeah, so he he's... For the Yan- I think he tried out for the Yankees. Yeah, he probably did. Um, Russell yeah. Wilson. I yeah, he probably had a shot. Some shit like that. Yeah, I mean, this dude's probably just Ken Griffey-esque. What's his body weight? Yeah, 203. I mean, that's two Griffey. Yeah, 6'4", yeah. Six, 203, 27 years old. So he's going to be doing this for a while. Yeah. Yet, just, for, just for fun, um, check out CC Sabathia's like stats as far as like height. Oh yeah! Blow your mind. Uh, he just got jacked right now, though. You seen him? Oh yeah, he's got. He's got. He's got. He's yeah. doing like some podcasting. Yeah, he lost like some weight. He got stuff. a little jacked on him. Six six. What did he weigh when he played? He had three hundred. Three hundred. Yeah, a thick, six, thick boy. Six, yeah, six, from Vallejo, not very far from here. Yeah. Uh, he got. He got fat. He also had a, a like a serious alcohol problem. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I know he's pretty jacked right now, though. Six six three hundred. Remember? You seen Mike Bibby lately? Oh uh, yeah. <laughs> Swole Bibby. Are you, t- are you talking yeah, about? Yeah, 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 yeah. He's all on all the TRT. Yeah, I yeah. Love it. yeah. He's 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 like clearing the clinic yeah, there shelves. Is Jack, there I, is Jack. Imagine st- staring down a six six three hundred pound CC on the mound. Yeah. you're trying to like hit a ball from he's ninety throwing, feet away. Yeah, he's throwing Mario fireballs at you. I've heard him on other on other podcasts, not other than his own, and he's like very articulate. Very. Yeah. Um, oh yeah. His he he's been through a bunch, man. And he's he's huge with the kids, um, especially when they played in like Oakland or uh, when they would play in his hometown in Oakland. Yeah, yeah. He would have the kids because Yankees play Oakland all the time. Um, so when they would come to those games, he would have all these kids come out from like the local high schools, That's and sick. he would give them like uh, they would be on the field with them, and even though they'd probably be Ace fans, yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. but they yeah, rep the be, bay. He would uh, he always rep the bay like yeah. hardcore, and he would come out and give like the kids like his glove, like game used stuff, yeah. and like That's so dope. really good with the kids, like. And it was really cool to like see them see him do that. Yeah, he's uh, he's made some significant changes. I I I think if he were he would I don't think he would ever have stopped pitching if he got been jacked. Yeah. yeah, he'd probably still be throwing. Yeah, he was an an amazing talent. Um, he's one of those God given talents. So you know that guy wasn't hitting the weights. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, to throw ninety five. Yeah. Yeah, that's my point. Yeah. <laughs> like, not that he didn't work out at all, but you're telling me that dude, there's nobody in baseball that worked harder than him that never made it? Come on. Yeah. The mechanics. I actually have been listening to this podcast called Crushed about, um, basically about the steroid era. Yeah. And Which was 
awesome era. That's the <laughs> only era of baseball I watched. It's so fun. Yeah. Well, the, and the issue this goes back to the to the genetics. It it they make the point that what it really did is it made the people who were genetically gifted, you know, in that range better in that 5 to 10% range better, but it made a lot of people who were never going to make a yeah. career in in major league baseball. Um Yeah. Viable, viable. Yeah, yeah. I mean, gen- genetics and steroids is a thing too, like your receptors right. and how you accept them. So you could already be the best, take a bunch of shit and get nothing. Yeah, we've seen lifters, right? They pull seven hundred, take a bunch of shit, and they pull seven twenty. And yeah, then you hear some guys like, like, wow, you look like a different human, and all of a sudden now you're repping nine hundred pounds. Like, what the fuck happened, right? Same thing goes with these sports. And then if you don't have the skill component, like a sport like baseball, or you're okay, going nowhere. Yeah, steroids aren't going to help you make contact with the ball coming right. at you 90 miles an right. hour like that's like i think my whole argument with like the barry bond shit yeah it's like okay yeah like it definitely helped okay for sure but that <laughs> motherfucker was so good yeah. at finding the ball with the bat yeah you do he wonder still the best at that you do wonder the mentality of someone like that um who is really fucking good like why are you looking for that what are you looking for the home run record single season uh steroids oh 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 i think it was um, you know what i mean th- this this seems to 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 um, say that looking at the home run race between uh, McGuire and Sosa, yeah, and there's a little bit of a, a little bit of jealousy, a yeah. little bit of like I I'm, guess I'm better than that, and I, I understand if, if I was doing what you were doing, I would be better than you, and it was, yeah, so. and that's a Lance Armstrong thing. He said everyone yeah. was taking, so I took. Like, yeah, I get it, but and it came apparently from his trainer, you sure. know, Balco. Um, One of the first like books I read, yeah. was that Balco book. Yeah, I I met him. Yeah. No, it was an interesting experience. He's got a lot of behind the scenes information on on life. everyone. Oh. Everyone. <laughs> life and everyone, yeah. Wow. I believe it. Yeah. Uh final thoughts on this uh I wish it dug a little harder. I actually think that you know the scenes with Croc and his dad were good, but it could have dug it, like the the I scene think they was, were trying to be careful. Yeah, the scene was so good. That was sad. Actually. It was. It was. The scene is so good and raw and authentic, but like the movie doesn't make it. It doesn't feel like a movie. It feels like, you know like it feels like a clip. I don't know. It just wasn't it in there. Aw- it felt awkward as shit. It did, which is good. I just wish there was kind of more of that. I guess in a sense. Yeah. Um, the, there were pieces of the Croc video that feel like a reality show. Yeah, and that part felt good, but I would almost want more of that. And, right. then, and then in the the untold one, there's like none of that. Yeah. You know, like very polished, like interview style with old footage. And Caitlin's stuff was all like happy go lucky, kind of. Yeah. But, you know, they talked a little bit of the internal monologue of his life. Well, they didn't talk about any of the negative stuff with his family or recent. Yeah. He just said, like, oh, I don't talk to my daughters. And that was like that. Like, they don't build that up emotionally. And obviously, it's probably hard because although Caitlin and Bruce have been in the spotlight forever, they're still human to express that on like a therapeutic level to a camera crew is difficult to be so real and that's why reality tv sucks because it's not real yeah right so like he's an actor at this point or she's an actor and so it is um performative um where croc is not an actor and so that feels a little bit more raw um i think that there are different places with it too for sure because caitlin is is older and is is further along and 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 maybe their cases might just be different. Is, yeah, as yeah. Ex, you know, at at a point of, of acceptance, be, right? at a point of acceptance yeah. with herself. Whereas uh, Janae, uh, in the point of you know, and at the point that this documentary was done, still very much in it. Yeah. And even though there's a pronouncement, it's like, oh, Matt's gone. And Matt's in 
like knock on. I yeah. mean, I, I've, I've, you know, followed Janae on social media yeah, and sometimes I see a male presentation and sometimes I see a female presentation. She's a gender fluid and it always, you know, bouncing back and forth between, depending on the situation. A thing that I noticed was that when they, when they went in to do the, um, the vocal surgery on, on Janae, that she went in. Yeah, bald? With, no, with the wig. Oh, I didn't notice. Yeah, went in with the wig and they were like, adjusting it to keep it it would be so much easier to say okay i'll just gonna yeah yeah, yeah. i will take this off but i think that there had to be something powerful about waking up to being you know Mm -hmm. a a different person try to keep you know i i I don't know that uh for a lot of people who are in this situation that there is a a absolute final solution that never feels yeah a little bit in the middle. Yeah, there's, you know? I don't, I, I mean, I've watched a couple other documentaries or like mini shows and it's not like you have like even the lower surgery and all of a sudden you feel great. Yeah, this is a, I mean, this is purely observational. Right, what the part. hell we do we know? Yeah. We, we don't, yeah, for we sure. don't have their lived experience, but observationally it looks like for a lot of folks they're still. But I think that's true of any human. Yeah. Uh, and that's what I found interesting in Croc. They're like, they brought up therapy for a second. They're like, oh yeah, I kind of did that. I'm like, there's no like did therapy. There's no you don't graduate from therapy class. No. You know, and like that's that's if you have a very simple life or a very complicated right. life. Um and obviously their lives are a little bit more complicated in some instances, but like that never stops because our perception of the world and ourselves never stops from changing. We're always changing. So like therapy or growth or whatever the hell you want to call it, the work, whatever buzzwords out there for people trying to get better, never stops. Mm-hmm. I'm going to address a comment right now in the uh, in the chat. No, we are not defending dudes competing in women's sports or what. Yeah, good one, dude. We're we're not <laughs> good like, take. If you, yeah, if you were listening, hot take from the chat. Yeah, if you were listening, <laughs> that's you'll exactly know that we're what not, we said. We're talking about. Yeah, yeah. That, that was the whole topic. I don't think of this we whole thing. actually mentioned that it was once. the first time that it's even been brought up. <laughs> no, that was a good take. Thanks, we dude. Yeah, yeah, we weren't. Thanks for contributing. Yeah, and, and I, I mean, I talked about the fact that. That Janae competed uh, as a man, yeah, in, in jujitsu, in jujitsu yeah. with against other men and won. Huge surprise, uh, and told us at the time I would never compete in powerlifting again as uh, if, it, if as a woman. And Sudo says it in the movie. Yeah, someone randomly asks in the, the crowd, "Are you going to compete?" And just kind of says, "I'm not competing." Yeah, yeah, and anything. Yeah, that was a great take, though. Thanks, chat. Yeah. Thanks for hanging out today. <laughs> uh, other th- other thoughts, other closing thoughts. I think yeah, I think you guys both kind of nailed it with that. I mean, I think it was the. I my I think my biggest takeaway was. Um, I think I did want a little bit more of the, the um, family life dynamic. Yeah. I mean, from probably from both, but maybe more from the, um, Caitlyn Jenner one, um, because that's a real thing. I think that, a lot or at least that you hear and see, you know, like struggle with is like doing these things because of the people around mm. them. And uh, just maybe it would have been more useful for somebody maybe going through these struggles to something to look onto. Like, oh, look, their family eventually accepted them yeah. or something like that. I don't know. It's maybe a little bit more out of that. Maybe their kids were, that's what I thought while I was watching. I was like, maybe the Kardashians are too high profile. They won't even do an interview, which sucks. Which is 100% yeah. true. Yeah, but it's probably the Which truth. is why we got uh, yeah, his uh, XX. What was that guy's name? Bert, Bert, that, that really, no one even knew existed. That is kind of sad, actually. That's probably the saddest part of the whole thing. Is no it, one's ever heard of Bert, and he's like in a couch in the basement. 
Uh, yeah, with his goat, <laughs> with his goats. Yeah, I thought he was on a farm. But I don't still. know, but yeah. like it just didn't look like the normal interview set. It wasn't out of. I mean, the Kardashians are sitting in billion dollar mansions and birds on a seat yeah. somewhere yeah. in the dark. Brody's got a nice house. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure they're crushing it. And and then even uh, yeah, the family's so much right because like we just googled and he found out he had a middle wife and other kids. Yeah, like just talk to them a little bit. I agree. There was like so selective with like the like lifestyle side of this whole thing, which is like. Seems to be a pretty big, important part of it. Yeah. Yeah. No, you is, would, yeah, it. <laughs> yeah, you would think for sure. Uh, Crocs kids could not have been sweeter. Though. That, that yeah. they were like, yeah. The Croc, the Croc yeah. documentary was was full of that. Yeah, even know? his mom. Yeah. Just, they 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 crept the mom in. She wasn't happy, but she was also not angry. Yeah. In yeah, it was sense. also a little it awkward. That the dad was just kind of angry. What I do like is that they both felt real. Yeah. No, it wasn't like the mom wasn't scripted, dad wasn't scripted. Yeah, that's that's true. Yeah, that's and true. that's all I guess you can ask for at the end yeah, of the day. And that's kind of more what I wanted out of the Yeah. out of the uh Caitlyn Jenner one. Agreed. I agree. Alrighty. Uh next Wednesday. Well, this has been fun. Yeah. Ladies and gentlemen, appreciate you. 3SB.co, I'm Solomon Mike. And uh yeah, hopefully some more content heading your way. We're throwing around ideas of some things to do. We're gonna find you, Dean. Dean Sidoris.ck at Kevin Aquilos. I am at the Jim McD on all the social medias. The show is 50% facts where percent is a word. And I would like to call out the fact that Mike and I uh, started our podcasting careers in this room eight years ago. In this corner. This week. I was sitting on the couch right here. Yep. Wow. What is, uh, caffeine and kilos. Eight is anniversary. Eight anniversary birthdays today. Happy birthday. What caffeine the hell? Kilos. Really? Yeah. Yeah. Because uh, our first episode dropped on the 17th of, of September 2013. That is wild. Yeah. Isn't that weird? Both eight years then? Uh, I don't yeah. think I knew you. Uh, you were probably floating around here, but I don't know if I knew you knew you. I was floating around here. Yeah, I wasn't like, yeah. we like buddies. I didn't really talk to Did you go to the first Invitational? No, I went to the second, I think. 14? Yeah. Yeah, 13 was at McClellan Air Force. Yeah. I think two of them in a row were at McClellan, but um, yeah. Yeah, I, I remember hearing about it after the fact. Yeah. Um, and uh, Charlie was around here before then. Mm-hmm. That's, yeah, mm-hmm. that's the only only yeah, that's one how of you I that I knew. Here too. Yeah. And then years later, I discovered that I knew um, Danny's family, but that's right. Know Danny. That's right. <laughs> All right. Well, um, we'll be back sometime next week with another show. And thanks for uh, joining us.